Samkele Maseko is our SABC political reporter. He's on the line. Samke, good morning. Very good morning to you, Kathy, and to your listeners. I guess there were very little surprises in terms of what the outcome of the NEC meeting was going to be. But it pretty much looks like it's back to square one on the step-aside issue. My overall assessment was that uh, essentially what the National Executive Committee of the ANC decided to do is to kick the can downstream when it comes to the issue of stepping aside of the stepping aside resolution. For instance, if you look at the opening remarks from the president of the ANC, he says that the ANC discussed uh, contentious issues that had the potential to further divide and uh, to cause uh, uh, chaos within the African National Congress, which is the stepping aside resolution. They essentially never discussed it in that detail because they decided to pass it to the top six officials uh, to run away with the issue and say that they are particularly still seized with the matter of stepping aside and that they will come up with new guidelines that will essentially be used for the ANC as uh, National Executive Committee or ANC members should they be charged with uh, fraud and corruption and money laundering charges or any other serious crimes, how that would be implemented to step aside. But the question is, how can the top six in its entirety discuss the issue and come up with new guidelines of stepping aside when one of the top six members, the Secretary General Isma Khashule, is affected by this particular resolution and the virtue that he is currently charged with the issues of the asbestos contract of over 250 million rands in the free state? Will the SG be excluded? from the top six when they discuss the guidelines and come up with the guidelines? Mm. Or will he still be part of it, knowing very well that he's conflicted on this particular issue? When we look at the president's report, the president of the ANC, that is Cyril Ramaphosa, his organizational report was quite strong. This was on the issue of factional divisions within the organization, but even on what must happen um, in terms of those who are facing charges. There seems to be an incredible compromise. Um, and, and if one were to really look at winners and losers uh, coming out of that NEC meeting, he certainly he seems to have had to tone down a lot more than he initially did. In fact, you know, in, in his statement yesterday, he even spoke about political analysts who were d- disappointed that there was no a collapse of the meeting. Essentially, what the president of the ANC did in this meeting was to weigh an onslaught against the political detractors, which could, fret, which would, could further fracture the ANC and plunge it into a political crisis, or you enter into a meeting and you negate on what you take and what you give. So essentially, they've decided to store back, tick all the boxes when it comes to the issue of stepping aside, because if Eric Mahashule steps aside tomorrow, it's going to cause pandemonium in the governing party in the sense that it could have the same rupture effect or similar rupture effect as you did prior to the 2007 or to, to the 2005 National General Council in the University of Pretoria when Jacob Zuma had stepped aside and removed himself as the deputy president of the ANC, and he was subsequently removed as the deputy president of the country. It was the NGC of 2005 that said that the ANC does not have the powers to remove a sitting official of the governing party, which is the deputy president. So essentially, this issue of having no guidelines of stepping aside would have come back to haunt them. And if any leader of the ANC who has stepped aside takes this issue of stepping aside to a court of law, they could win as per the recommendations 
for the findings of the five legal opinions that were sorted by the African National Congress, with the president of the ANC saying that they have noted these five legal opinions. For instance, Cathy, if you were to go uh, to the comment by Zamani Sol, the provincial chairperson of the Northwest, he, of the, of the Northern Cape, rather, he came out and said that these five legal opinions are not even worth the paper they are written on, because they were essentially saying that the ANC resolution of the, of the 54th National Conference was unconstitutional on the virtue that it's not in line with the supreme constitution of the land, which is the constitution of the Republic of South Africa. So the president of the ANC essentially he may have told his troops to sit back, hold back, let's take this issue of uh, the stepping aside resolution to a far more smaller and lesser a panel, which is the top six, to come up with guidelines. Because if we are to take this issue and discuss it and come up with guidelines in a meeting of the National Executive Committee with about 110 people, that is bound to be chaotic. One of the difficulties now, of course, is going to rest with John Mashamba and his colleagues at the Integrity Committee, who are going to have to make some kind of decision uh, regarding the Secretary General of the party. But he's facing criminal matters. These are, you know, matters of the criminal justice system. The Integrity Committee has no legal standing in terms of the actual constitution of the country. Indeed, it does have no uh, legal standing when it comes to the condition of the country, but uh, the National Disability Committee of the ANC uh, has a constitutional binding to the constitution of the country. It also doesn't. So when it comes to the issues of political formation, the decisions that are political are sometimes in our days subjected to legal review. And in most instances, they are always overturned. So in political parties, the political imaginations now kick in within the African National Congress. Also, the Integrity Commission of the ANC is sometimes, if not 80% of the time, their recommendations are ignored by the National Executive Committee. For instance, if you go back to when Denim Siva and Florence Vazilani and Limpopo were reinstated, George Mashamba and the team of the Integrity Commission have said that they must remain on the leave of absence or, or, or remain having stepped aside. But they were brought back by the NEC. You go to the issue of Dr. Uh, Dr. David Masonde, the Deputy Minister of Finance and head of the ANC's or Tamil Political School. He was asked to resign from the ANC, resign from the head of political school, resign as a member of parliament, and also resign subsequently as the Deputy Minister of Finance. The ANC simply ignored that particular recommendation. Uh, and also, there is no appeal process of the recommendations of the Integrity Commission of the ANC, which is also an issue that has been raised by ANC ANC members. Some have even said, is the Integrity Commission now replacing the National Disciplinary Committee of the ANC and replacing the NDA, which is the National, the National Disciplinary Appeals Committee of the ANC. These committees that have been there in the past are now seemingly being ignored in favor of the Integrity Committee. So these are some of the battles that are also raising within the National Executive Committee of the African National Congress that think that these particular members who are charged must first be taken to the National Disciplinary Committee of the ANC and subsequently issues of the Integrity Committee can also kick in thereafter. But it seems as if now that the Integrity Committee is getting precedence more over the National Disciplinary Committee of the African National Congress.
And it's very clear that uh, George Mashamba does not take lightly, and the committee don't take lightly mm. to allegations of corruption and leaders of the ANC are charged with fraud and corruption. For instance, if you were to go to the enemy farm approach that has been adopted by the ANC in KwaZulu-Natal, where Zandile Kumete is still, uh, have, have still stepped aside or is also on a leave of absence in the legislature, does not participate in ANC processes. But on the other side, you've got the deputy chairperson of the province, Michael Babuakumu, who's been charged is currently in court, out on bail. He's still in office. Aisina Khashule is charged in court. He's out on bail. He's still in office. Bongani Pongo is charged. There's two cases over his head. He's still in office. He still sits in the National Executive Committee of the African National Congress. That speaks to there being no clear guidelines on this issue of stepping aside, which the top six has now essentially been uh, tasked with coming up with these new guidelines. But if you go back to the NEC meeting of the 28th to the 30th of August, it is the NEC that tasked the National Working Committee of the ANC to come up with guidelines, which does the day-to-day working of the organization meets every two, uh, two weeks. They were tasked to come up, come up with guidelines. That was not done. There was no progress uh, given to the National Executive Committee and to, uh, and to the broader ANC members. Now, this issue of the setting aside guidelines has now been pushed kicked downstream to the AMT top six to essentially run away with this issue because if they were to uh, essentially ask the Secretary General of the AMT to step aside, particularly going to the National General Council of the AMT next year, it would cause pandemonium within the governing party. There would be a rebellion. Mm. As you go back to the political report of President Gabaposa, he says factions are starting to rear their head again in the AMT. Divisive statements are being made, making reference to the divisive statements that were said by the Secretary General of the ANC, in which he basically said that he would not abide by the 54th National Conference Resolution of Stepping Aside, that he would not be told by any leader of the ANC to do that, and no one is bigger than the ANC. The only people who can tell him to step aside is a special national conference of the ANC. That is the basic unit of the organization, which is the branches. All right. Samkele Maseko is our political reporter here at the SABC. I mean, it, it sounds like the ANC has run out of options when it comes to dealing with members who are accused of corruption or who are facing cases before the criminal justice system. Uh, that's at least my view of of the situation, but I'm keen to hear your own reflections. 011-714-2006. Are you convinced that the party can and is actually doing something in terms of dealing with members who are facing corruption matters? On the WhatsApp line, 614 It's 9.30. Uzile has your headlines.